Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Horns up, Talking Texas podcast. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks Crider, and Alexander Tisopoulos. Get your horns up because here we go. Horns up, talking Texas podcast after a nice ass whooping handed to the OU Sooners, forty nine zip, the last shutout since nineteen sixty five against OU. Bang. Now, boys, I have never felt so good after watching a Texas football game. We're four and two now. There was somewhere that I saw on Twitter. That gives Texas a 13% chance at making the college football playoff. Now, they're going to need a lot of help for that to happen. I know we don't like forecasting the future. We like to take it game by game. Sure. But there is a conceivable chance here if they were to win out. Well, the couple, yeah. Well, let's start there. First of all, looking at this game, we are a completely, and nothing against Hudson. Like, Hudson, by and large, can be a starting quarterback for a team that's 20 to 40 in, in the FBS. Yep. Even like with a really good defense, 15 to 40, he's not a, a, a top 10 playoff caliber team starting quarterback. With Quinn, you saw the playbook was completely wide open. And outside of that one drive where we were in field goal range, and he missed X Man in the back of the end zone. He missed Whittington on a wide open touchdown on the right on the right side, uh, at, the, at the front of the end zone, pick. which apparently slipped out of his hands when he was trying yeah. to throw it away. Which again, like throw that away, we still get points there. This the offense, we were automatic on third down, ten of fifteen. We ran the ball extremely well, almost three hundred yards on the ground. Bijan, Roshan, Brooks, even Quinn had a nice little slip. Keelan. Keelan is great. We got the ball in his hands. We got the ball in Whittington's hands. Like Worthy really didn't do much. He just had that one touchdown. He had three catches. Sanders was fantastic. And the defense, once they talk about complimentary football, once they shut them out, and again, they really couldn't do anything in the passing, but they ran pretty well. Once they shut them out, they caught fire. 11 tackles for a loss, three sacks. Like, this is completely different. And there was still, like, room, like, hey, we weren't that great on the on the run game. We still can improve there. The reason we're a 13% chance, the Big 12 is good. TCU is a good team. I think Oklahoma State is super solid. We still have to play those two teams. We still have to play a good Kansas team, a good K-State team, and a good Baylor team, not to mention we do have to beat Iowa State this upcoming weekend. If we went out and win the Big 12 – They'll look at us and go, the only two losses they have were against... Number one, Bama. Number one, Bama, who we need to lose, probably. I'm assuming that if Bama loses to Tennessee, I feel better about Bama 
I feel better about Tennessee dropping a game than I do about Bama. If Bama, if Bama gets out of this ten, uh, gets out of Knoxville with a win, uh, they're not, I don't think they're going to well, lose. You're saying we need Bama to lose to get into the playoffs? We I just need we, opposite, do, we right? just need all these teams to start losing. Yeah, you need, all uh, you, we need everyone to start losing. losing yes. Is my point, and I think this is a good place for Alabama to lose because I feel more confident in Tennessee losing on another point in the season. They're going to look at our team and go, okay. If you look at the two losses, I and mean, if this is this is how they should look at it, they lost by one to a great Alabama team, by all comparatively to the the league this year, and their quarterback got knocked out. They almost beat in Lubbock, a tough place to play, a Texas Tech team who's super solid. Who you know they they're, they're that that argument's losing credibility as the weeks go. But by. they were on they like played a really fifth, close game against like, on like, with though. their fifth quarterback. I mean they and then again that we had their second quarterback. They've just been running through quarterbacks. That argument is losing steam because they're losing. If we had Quinn though, it, if we went out with Quinn, then those two games well, are just kind of like asterisky. That's also why you take in consideration that it's not like a ranking system by the AP or by the coaches. It's a committee that takes those things into consideration, I feel like. That Texas, at full strength, at full health, with Quinn Ewers, could be an undefeated team. It's accomplishments. It's how good the team actually is. Right. And it's pedigree of the program. Now, look, if USC runs the table, if... Bama and Georgia run the table, and they lose again. One of their only losses to each other, and then Ohio, Ohio winner of Ohio State. Like let's say Michigan comes out on top against Penn State. I think we all assume that's going to happen this weekend. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't, I don't necessarily know. If I don't know, if Penn State beats Michigan, things can get wild. We still have an undefeated Ole Miss team. A lot next. of undefeated teams. We have an undefeated Tennessee There's team. There's like no shakeup going on around the top ten all season for the most part. And then like UCLA is like. A legit program, like UCLA and USC, are yeah, legit big, programs. Big red circle around that UCLA USC game. That's it's down the horizon. Unless USC loses to Utah in Utah this weekend, that would be big for us. A lot of people are uh, predicting that. I think it's. A, I mean, that's a very telling game for them. And all we can control, though, is how we play. Of course. Which means. This Iowa State team, which is no slouch, but is not of the tier of Oklahoma State, TCU, K-State, and maybe not Kansas or Baylor. We're at home. Sun comes up. Kickoff, 9 for us, 11 CT. By 2.30 p.m. CT, we need to be back in the locker room. Absolutely dominated. We lost to them last year, right? Yeah. We were, and we were, that was one of the games we were up, up at half, and we ended up getting piped by them. We... Look, there was so we came out a little after that first drive. There was no looking back in the Cotton Bowl. Fans on on the OU side were gone by the third midway through the third, and by the end of the state fair, you didn't even see any red. It was just burnt orange, like they had already. Well, you gone. can't. You, I mean, major rivalry game like that, you can't hang around. No, yeah. I'm I saying. mean, Josh and I did. We had a, a post L log ride. Together. Yeah, but that was a yeah, good but game. it wasn't forty nine nothing is. Oh yeah, an absolute embarrassment. We oh, had to stay till the end. The game was not over. Yeah, it's very that true. game was that game. Honestly, at half it felt over. They were they could not only could they not throw the ball against us, they couldn't even try to. They were they had such little. It's so it was so shocking to see how little faith in the pass game they had. They're gonna lose a lot more games this season. That team is quitting all over that program. We're probably going to see a lot of transfers yeah. too. We're probably going to see a lot of like recruits decommit. I mean, it's a big swing. But this is what happens. They lost 
look, when you are when OU has Lincoln Riley, you are going there. There's this is not like a oh my god, I'm going to play in Austin or Miami or USC. You're going to Oklahoma and say what you will. I've been to Oklahoma, meh. You're gonna go play in Oklahoma because you want to play for Lincoln Riley. You know. That's the that's the draw of the program. You're an offense like they still have Gray there, who could have probably transferred and gone somewhere else. They brought in Dylan Gabriel uh, and his offensive coordinator that he had at UCF. They you know Mim stayed there, but by and large, a lot of the offensive recruits that were going to stay there, and you know obviously Caleb Williams and, and Williams and the receiver Williams both both go to SC. So there there's a full identity change the fire venables thing is like he's a good coach like but he has to get his guys in there it's the same thing with sark like clearly sark is a good offensive mind he just needs the right guys that can execute his playbook and while card is a good player he's not a great player and he's not the cal he can't he's not good enough like this go to like mcveigh and goff goff's like a starting quarterback in the nfl he's not bad but he needed a guy like Stafford to really open up his playbook. I, I just don't even think like Card is like not even comparable to comparable to Bevel. Like this guy, we we watched Case McCoy and David Ash quarterback the Texas Longhorns. We watched Tyrone Swoops quarterback the Texas Longhorns. No, Card's better than those guys. All of those guys are better than Oklahoma's than Bevel, who we watched. They were on he, Saturday. He, yeah, watched. He was he played more snaps at wide receiver. It seemed. Did he not? Yeah, yeah. because they they, they had not want they had run, no they not faith in putting him at the quarterback position. Which is again what I'm saying is they need to get they need to fully revamp the program. They they had a running back throw the ball <laughs> through a pick. Yeah, I mean we watched. I think it was I think it was maybe Kansas State when we were like juniors or seniors, and I think their third string quarterback got hurt and they ended up playing a wide receiver at quarterback in that game. It was the game where it poured, like pouring rain, absolute downpour. I was to go home. It was too cold. Yeah, it was freezing. It's the only game I've left early. It was crazy conditions, and that wide receiver quarterback to better game than <laughs> Oklahoma had. All, all that to say, like, the 49 nothing win was very impressive, but I do think that it, when you talk about, like, the, oh, we have two losses, but we had a backup quarterback, and if we had had Quinn for those two games, we'd be undefeated. Like, I think we're just... It's about looking forward. Like we're getting into a conversation that every school can have at this point. Because how many teams, potential like SEC contenders, potential Big Twelve contenders, have had their quarterback go down? Alabama. Yeah, and they've been fine. You know, I'm not like I'm just saying. Like I think, looking at it from a playoff standpoint, I'm hoping that if we can run, you know, take care of business, they look at our team and go, okay, that wasn't their full team in those two games, but we see what their full team can do, and that they take that into account. Because we we are better. I mean, like, look, we are better. I don't. I don't. We we probably would have shut them out with We're Hudson. Better Stilk. than the record shows. I don't. We I are. don't. I need to see Quinn against like a really formidable opponent. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Yeah. I, did, I, I mean, this OU team is in shambles. They sure. are not good. No. When it was they twenty-eight suck. nothing at that point, like Nick and I were like, okay, we feel well, despite okay. what happened last year. Yeah, yeah. We were like, we feel pretty good about exactly, this. exactly. This week, you gotta just keep the foot on the gas. You gotta take care of business against Iowa State. Next, the week after that, though, Oklahoma State, that's gonna be the true test. If we go, the thing is, but Sanders got banged up in their game. I'm sure he'll be fine by the time I he hope, plays I us. I hope he is. Yeah, he's a good player, though. Yeah, great. And he can run. Yeah, exactly. Our, our, which is our weakness. That was like the one thing is like we really couldn't stop the run. They still ran for almost 200 yards on us. 
you know. 156. We got to be able to stop the run better. That's just by and large. But I, I felt like our guys, once we knew that their shutout was on the horizon, they really, there was like a new level of like Yeah, they took it to energy. another gear. Yeah. For sure. You which, know, I want to push back on that a little bit because yes, they rushed for a lot of yards, but if you look at all of their yards as a whole, they were under 200 yards of all, total offense. And I mean, they got the ball a lot because we scored so much and they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't want to throw the ball, so they were forcing themselves to run more. We I, d- them I, did, I, did think, I did think in the first half on like first and second down runs, they were quite effective. I think they rushed the ball like, what, 50 times? I'm telling you, in the st- I have to all look at it, but they we there were, there were definitely some there were definitely some runs in the first and second quarter where yeah. we weren't getting a we weren't getting an arm on them until like three or four yards past the line of scrimmage. In the first half, they were running the ball really. Now, now we were very much like Ben, don't break because yeah. we had two clutch fourth down stops in our own territory, which yes. was fantastic. They they rushed for 42 carry. They had 42 carries. Yeah. A team that loses forty nine to nothing should not have that many carries. Well, that was their offense, exactly. So they I'm ran just saying, like, like, you know, they have one hundred and fifty plus yards on the ground, but you also have to consider that that's how they ran the game. I mean, yeah, so they, but they they, they still got three point seven yards per carry. That's I look, nothing look, I wasn't. It wasn't special, but they're at the beginning of the game. I'm saying <clears> they were running really effectively, right. and once we were able to TQ in on like, like, look, they're not going to pe- be able to pass and the ball. I will, then you could adjust. I will say that we always say that the weakness of the defense and what we, a focus needs to be stopping the quarterback who can run. We've done that all season long. Like Frank Mason, UTSA couldn't really get it going. Bryce Young didn't really get it going on the run besides that one major run. I mean, it's just it's just not really. I mean, I guess the Texas Tech game, but he wasn't making big runs. He no, was just improvising in the pocket. Yeah, but they were like that. That we need to do a better job of containing. Like, right. look, there's there there are things we have to improve on, and that's like one of them. But I thought, I'm not saying we're bad at it. We just couldn't improve on it. Right, right. I do think, despite like what Josh and I are saying about how they they actually were decently effective. Sure. All things considering, because we shut them out forty nine nothing, their rushing attack with their running backs. I felt when they did try to dial something up, whether it was a trick play or it was the quarterback stepping back in the pocket, we were we were on them. Right. We, that's when our defensive line really blew up their offensive line. And made something happen. We were incredible. We just need to improve. Yep. How about Bijan's Heisman odds? Went up a little bit. Uh, had 130 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. He's yeah. gonna set. He's gonna set a career high in receiving. Yeah. Within the next game or so, which is great. I mean, I mean, is is it? I mean, I don't think anyone's really running away with the Heisman right I now. Think, I think. You think Stroud's so? running away with the Heisman? Okay. He is. Ha- he His is, games are getting tougher though, so there might be some right. drop off. He has not had one game where he's had a dud and Bijan realistically has had two, which yeah. is, yeah. which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate. I it's, we still have a lot of shoe left to play. I will say this Stroud put his nuts in the bump in East Lansing on the bump. Yeah. Nice. He would do through six touchdowns. Well, this is yeah. what I was going to say is I think different receivers in the first half. Yeah. Fleming and, and Smith and jig was not even playing. Right. Like, Who I think, I think I don't know if that guy's actually the best receiver in the nation, but he's obviously a really Marvin incredible Harrison talent. Jr. Marvin right. Harrison Jr. probably could be his teammate. His teammate. What I was going to say though is, I think we saw enough from Quinn in the Alabama game, the short amount of time that we saw him in this game, and you know, give it give it two or three more weeks. But in my mind, he is the second best quarterback in college football. Quinn behind behind Stroud. Stroud. And as far of- as as far as pro level talent. Like, if I were a pro-level scout, what I'd be looking for. Now, I do think that, like, 
I think Bryce Young is third, and I think part of the reason that that I've seen from him that ne- I haven't necessarily seen from the other two guys for Quinn, it's because he hasn't seen enough adversity. He right, hasn't been right, in enough right. games. But Bryce Young's mentality is is top top notch. He's it's, a winner. It's Jalen Hurts level mentality. Mm-hmm. Winner. Uh, the kid from Tennessee is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go check out the Heisman odds at BetOnline.ag. Our sponsor. Yeah. BetOnline.ag promo code Believe B L E A V to get fifty percent off your welcome bonus. The kid on Mississippi State, which I keep fighting about with Joe in the office. I mean, he's putting up the numbers and they're winning games. Yeah, I mean, Hooker's, little- Hooker's twenty four. Hendon Hooker's twenty four. So he's he's a little bit older, obviously. Yeah, but he's his stock's going up. Yeah. I mean, I we all of us were like Swiss cheese on the uh, on the Richardson kid in Florida. We knew, like I yeah. I mean, I had people he who, had another terrible game. Hey, somebody. Hey, it was had, a, it was you know, AL, our buddy Adam texted us about like Richardson versus Hooker. I'm like. I think the guy Hooker is better. And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm telling you. First of all, Hooker had a better game than him in that game they played against each other. And then now he's had a couple. The Kentucky game. This past game. But like, from a personnel standpoint, when was... So you could either... You could agree with me or disagree with me that Quinn is the second best quarterback in college football. Or third or fourth if you want to put him... Top five. five. I got to see more, but yeah. Gotta see more, but he's top five. Uh, so what I've seen. I think that Quinn will get drafted higher than any quarterback right now. He's not gonna get drafted next year, obviously. No, Stroud is gonna go first overall. Unless the Steelers Quinn might go first overall. They're both of that talent level, though, I think. Yeah. Obviously they're not gonna get drafted in the same draft class, but it's been a long time since we've had a guy like that donning the burn orange. Have we ever had a number one overall pick? Texas? I don't think we have. We've had VY was three. Jammer was five. Said B was four. Where was Ricky and Earl? And Ricky, all guys? Ricky, was, Ricky was five. Earl, I think Earl maybe was number one. Let me see Earl. You I'll can look, look at Earl. Uh, I, I, could, I, I could be wrong. I with really Earl. think we. Ricky was five. Huff was seven. Well, so we could questionably have the best quarterback in college football. Earl was number one, and Earl I, one. I think that we have the best tight end, the pro, the the best pro, pro talent. He's sick. Tight end, him I mean, or Michael jo- Mayer on the Georgia guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowers, who's rushed for three touchdowns. He's the, Bowers. That's beast. not really a tight end stat. <laughs> he's Taysom Hill. Uh, Bowers, the kid on Notre Dame, Michael Mayer is good too. Yeah, John Mayer's brother. Yeah, they are related. Yeah, he's really good at the drums. You should see him. Jatavian uh, was he was dicing up their defense, and I was like to Nick, I was like, this is reminiscent of Pitts. It's not at the same level, obviously, because we weren't we don't feed Jatavian yeah, like also they a sophomore like, like they fed Pitts. He's but got time to really grow. They too. run him in the they run him blocking a lot too. He, he's a he's a do it all tight end though. He might be the first overall tight end taken. You know he he led the team out of the tunnel pretty much. I love that. He was. Both times out of the half. Fired he, up. Dude. Yeah. Love it. He was right. You saw like he was the most fired up guy out but, there. But the reason why he's so good is he's so versatile because you can you can literally use him as at whatever you at want. Whatever he came out as an you athlete. Can, H, can, H back. Yeah, you, you can know, put tight him in wide receiver. Whatever you want. Line him up on the outside. That's line so him up valuable. on the slot. I mean, he might be the second highest of all like of the guys who are going to be first overall picks maybe, which is Quinn. We won't, Banks. we won't include Banks. Yeah, he's a freshman, but sure. Okay. He's been. F- hey, by the way, our freshman, our young offensive line, zero sacks. Beige. Beige. Worthy. Jatavian. Jatavian could be the second highest guy taken between him and Quinn and Worthy and Beige. Yeah. No, I can see that for sure. He's great. Jatavian, 
Yeah, just just look no at the fan. NFL. You just look at like the Chiefs, right? Or like the Ravens, Mark yeah. Andrews, Kelsey. Like that position is so valuable because those guys can do so many different things, and the defense has to be prepared for all of those. And a really, if it's if a team is a dessert, like a, a nice place. I'm not talking like a you know an ice cream sundae. If it's a dessert, like a tight end is like the sauce ice cream like that goes on top of like the, the a la mode oh i was gonna say like he's the base he's like mm. it's like the no it's like the additive because for some teams like like quite frankly just to go on an nfl tange like the pitch is not really working for the falcons because they didn't really they have drake london they don't really need a guy i mean it's helpful but like they haven't really been able to utilize him he's been hurt yeah. i don't like, know if the offense really kind of they, involved but he's yeah. a good yeah. he's like, a good decoy too yeah he's, he's a good piece he's great he's a great athlete he's a, he's a you know he's a good receiver but like he's not as good of a blocker he's not that he's not as do it all as kelsey andrews well, the, and kittle the importance i think to me and significance of a, of a great tight end is when you get in the red area you have to be able to put up points which he does sanders and he's great in the screen game he can block but then he can release in the flat like He's a safety valve, but he can also like he can run a seam. Like the versatility there, you if you were the Texas Longhorns and you're on the five yard line, like you can have him in, and yeah, you can run Bijan up the gut, and that's a a big threat. But you could go PA there, and now they have to deal with Jatavian, who's yeah, who's rolled out. You know, he's rolled if Quinn's rolling out right, and Jatavian's running with him. Like big open target, it's massive. I love it. I love what we saw throughout the past game. I love that we got the dub, forty nine nothing. Feels really good. Till next season, OU. But we'll give you a preview of Iowa State coming up this week, and hopefully the boys can continue the wins. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Horns up, fellas. Quan Cosby will be back with us then. Big Q. We saw him on the field. I was looking for him quickly in the stadium, and then I saw Sandwiched. Well, yeah, because where we were sitting, thank you, Q, for again getting this, the, the seat. Super nice of you, man. Uh, appreciate the hookup. Uh, where we were sitting, you could see McConaughey like, on the field. Sam was there. Because he played Thursday night, right? So you could see McConaughey he was talking to Sam a lot. He was talking to Bijan a lot. Once they pulled Bijan, him and McConaughey were brown down. That was cool. Former guest of the show, uh, Andrew Beck was there too. Yeah, former guest of the show, McConaughey was there. Right. The uh, <laughs> the uh, well, he Andrew, played on Thursday night. Former guest of the yeah, show, yeah. CDC was there too. CDC, yeah, yeah. a lot of former. Yeah, so it was Overshawn. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of former guests of the show. CDC when was down with McConaughey, and I see like, like that. The guy that looked like he was just wasn't turning around. Like that looks like Q from behind, and Q, I see like a, 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 you know, like you know how Quan Quan laughs. He kind of leans back. I saw him do one of those. I was like, ah, oh, that's Quan. What for about sure. you? Should have just and he was sandwiched between McConaughey. And, and what CDC. color shirt was he wearing? He was wearing purple. He was wearing a purple shirt <laughs> on the sideline. Yeah, because awesome. TCU and Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Yeah, he Long was really. Fans, you got to thank Quan for that W because he brought the purple juju. Yeah, and I, I just want to say one more thing on the Sanders point. He had like that one. It was a beautiful throw by Quinn where, oh, he, yeah. where he threaded it, and he kind of boxed out you know, the DB. That was a, that was a great play. Um, and the guy yeah. tried to tackle him and just like bounced off like like you were playing pinball. Like yeah, that. he's a beast. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, but yeah, you were signing us off, Nicholas. No, I think I've, I've done it already. Time time to box out this uh, podcast and uh, get you going for next week for the Iowa State game. Horns up, talking Texas. Nikki Snacks Crider, Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tosopoulos. The Kwan Quaz will be back next week. Get your horns up.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.